what's up, my beautiful weebs? Welcome to the Anime Brothers Podcast. I'm your host, JD the Simple, and I got with me my other compatre, as I always say, Mr. Earthworm the Mighty. I don't even have something quirky to say today. I'm just going to come out and say it. JoJo's Part 5 absolutely slaps, baby. Let's go. Oh, coming out here with the hot take. Actually, it's not a hot take. It's probably everyone agrees with you on that one. I think so. I think I think the hot take for me would be JoJo's Part 4 is not that good. But Part 5, I mean, oh, baby, like it's everything I want out of JoJo's. They really trimmed a lot of the fat from Part 3. And it's just, mm, it's it's good, man. It's I'm loving it. It's intense. Flows it's nice ridiculous. And well. It's super homoerotic. I love everything about it. Oh boy, part it's, five, and then you're gonna get to part six. Once it fucking dude, I cannot wait for part six to get like made into an anime, dude. I I know it's gonna be soon, so I might because I'm I'm thinking about starting to read some JoJo's. Oh really? Like, yeah, get on to like part seven and eight. So I might skip part six. As far as reading goes, wait for that to come out in anime and just start reading part seven and eight. I would say you're you're gonna you're gonna be putting One Piece on the back burner then. Maybe, dude. I like one. You know, it's it's reading though. That's my biggest problem is finding some time. You're to, gonna like, have sit to read JoJo's and read. I know, but like, is it gonna happen? If it is does, it gonna it's because, happen? Is, if it does, it's because of JoJo's. <laughs> hey, it's fun oh, enough, welcome, man. Welcome to the Anime Brothers Podcast. Uh, we didn't sorry. see you there. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, hey, sorry about that. I was just, uh, you know, manhandling myself while thinking about JoJo's. Don't mind me. Yeah, either way, uh, we are glad to have you with us. Today's um, a nice episode. It's a pretty easygoing episode, but we decided we're we're pretty much a little bit over, but we're at the halfway point of our wondrous podcast for almost a whole year of doing We've been this. doing this for over six months. Yeah, it's it's incredible. We've put it out now. This will be episode 33. And we figured we should reflect on what we've watched. We never have enough time to really talk about all the animes that we've enjoyed and how we're doing and how much we enjoy them. Fair enough. And uh, I kind of want to pull back the curtain a little bit. Full disclosure, we had like a, a schedule and then one or two of the episodes we had to kind of switch around. So we had a dead week this week where we didn't have like an idea or like a scheduled episode. So JD and I were like, hey, you want to just chat the shit for just a little while? fucking go for it, bud. Send it. Yeah, because I know you've you've actually been able to kill um, a season or two of anime recently. I've watched a hell of a lot of Code Geass and JoJo's. So, I mean, we got plenty to talk about in our little fucking intro part. Um, and other than that, we're just going to be chatting the shit. And uh, like you said, kind of reflecting on uh, on where the podcast is right now and, and stuff we've watched and where we kind of want to go from here. Exactly. Well, um, I think it's just only right that you get to explain you've watched i think more animes because you've been doing the jojos and code Geass. yeah uh, how is that going okay so i have been on uh, a wicked anime watching kick i'm sure people have kind of figured out a little bit of my psychology to where i get <laughs> like obsessed on one thing it's either i'm playing video games and i'm doing nothing else or i'm watching anime and doing nothing else well here's the anime part and i'm i'm loving it so ba-da-ba-ba-ba he's loving it <laughs> yeah, yeah that was good McDonald's i'm really good just saying <laughs> i'm really wow and humble and I am he's so humble, humble. <laughs> so um as everybody probably has heard i started a new job and i have a completely different schedule um than i did at my last it's job. fucking us over man it, it is making <laughs> podcasting like difficult like today i'm gonna we're gonna have to record i'm gonna have to edit like today i'm gonna have to bust it all out it's crazy man but um one good thing that has come of this new schedule is I don't start until like 10:30 in the morning. 
And mm-hmm. for some reason, my body now is like, hey, man, you're up at eight. And I'm like, get well, the I fuck could... up, bud. Yeah, yeah. You're just you're you're up at eight. Get up, have a Red Bull, wake up. And I just couldn't sit around for like two or three hours and not do anything because I'm so used for, for eight years. It's been get up, go to work. I mean, like do the bare minimum to get ready in the morning, wake up a half an hour before I have to get there. So this has been very different, and I've been coping with it using um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure in the morning. So I've been watching two to three episodes every morning to start my day, and I could not recommend it more. What a, sh- day, what a way to start the day. Man, um, so like I am straight up working at like a supermarket now. Um, and I like I put up like a lot of milk and stuff and I'll be sitting in the milk cooler and like anybody who's seen part five will get this. But I'll just be like putting up milk going me star me star. Here are the Jojo fans. This is what they do. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm just saying stand names to myself. <laughs> Moody blues. <laughs> and it's just it, the rest of my day is spent making jojo references i say it to my coworkers; they don't watch anime i'm like that's a jojo reference and i'm like yeah, sorry i'll dude, shut up they now. hate you so much probably when it comes to that no i'm still the new guy so they're like you know oh no anime it's cool man you're just quirky whatever you know you're I'm not just being like you're a, just you i'm not yeah i'm not being fucking absolutely annoying about it yet but like <laughs> that's reserved no, for cool, everyone man. else <laughs> Yeah, it's been cool. Definitely um, uh, a readjustment. So I've been watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure in the morning and watching um, a lot of Code Geass with my partner in the evening when I get home around 8 o'clock at night. So it's been May all day. All day anime. Shout out, Briggs. <laughs> Shout out, Briggs. <laughs> what up, Hashtag <laughs> Briggs. <laughs> Hashtag Beastly Briggs. Oh, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but we do no. know now that my man here has finally got his Instagram up and he's starting to get the oh. whole hashtag down. So this is, yeah. a, this is a good day. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram, I guess. Um, I think it's earthworm underscore anime, bro. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Uh, I did the underscore too. Let me check. Yeah. I'm, I'm like 90%. I don't do social media if y'all... I mean, sure, you figured it it's out. It's just you... earthworm underscore anime, bro. Hey, Guess what? That works just as well. There we go. Um, But yeah, if you're in the Discord, you know, like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. We're just here chatting shit. But like, I, I still don't know how to put a spoiler warning on Discord. So I just don't talk just, about spoilers just say on spoiler Discord. spoiler warning. <laughs> no, but like, there's a way to like actually black out the text. Oh, well. So like, people yeah. have to click on it to see it. And I don't, like, it seems to be common knowledge to people. But not me. Well, not me either. So <laughs> no, not not a fucking clue. Absolutely not. Um. Okay. So let's let's take a second to talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part Five. Oh, JoJo. Okay. So this um, I'm gonna try to keep it like almost spoiler free because this is important to me, and I know that you, JD, you fucking will hear one thing I say and remember it for six years until you watch JoJo and you're like, <laughs> And yeah, I'll know all I what's knew, coming up well, and I'll be like, yeah, I this knew he was going to die because you said it to me when I was eight. It's like, what? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? You tell me something and then like the literally the next scene it happens. I'm like, I did not see that coming. Wow. <laughs> that was a surprise. <laughs> me, I'm just like, ah, yes. Ten years now, I remember. So, um, the main character in this one is not the classic Joestar. It's not like the grandson or whatever of of Jotaro or Josuke or anything like that. This motherfucker is Dio's son. Ah, Dio. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, and I, I 
I don't know, you might already know, but I'm not going to get into like how he he actually is considered a JoJo, but he's Now I know he's Dio's son. Thank you. But it doesn't really that's that doesn't really matter. <laughs> even even in part 5, it's just like, "Hey, this was Dio's son. Dio nailed a lady one time." And they really don't go into too much more detail. But what I love about it is um Araki decided to take this one and go, "What if Dio was a good guy? What if he had all like the personality traits of Dio, but he just had um a much better disposition. He wanted to help people rather than the greedy Dio that just wanted personal gain. And it's re- a really cool way to look at it because he's very similar to Dio as in like he's very he's very charismatic but has that like it it doesn't come off as charismatic. He comes off as so nonchalant, but it's like at the end of the day, you're all like you're following Dio, you're following Giorno. It's like, holy shit, this guy knows what he's talking about. So he's got that. He's wicked smart. Like he's always thinking like six steps ahead, kind of like Dio was. Okay. But he's but he's helping people. Like he all he wants to like not all he wants to do, obviously. It's it's kind of a little bit of a revenge story, you know. Um it's either revenge or he just wants to like I think he just wants to take down the mob is kind of what his his starting goal it's is. All, like, it's always the mob, man. Uh, yeah, you know, it can be. But uh, he he joins he joins the mob and he's like, I'm going to take it down from the inside. These are bad people. There's like one guy who he sees just murder somebody for for fucking really no good reason. And then he he ends up getting revenge on this motherfucker. He's like, all right, you know, you want to kill people for no reason. Then I'm going to show you that there are consequences to being a fucking cunt. So he's like, he's got that like ruthlessness of Dio, but he doesn't use it on like innocent people. Okay. So it it's really fucking cool, man. Bucciarati, Bruno Bucciarati. I know you've heard that name before, especially if you watch anything fucking Sea Dog VA. Uh, pretty much. Uh, yeah, everything. Yeah, I, I like. I follow Connor, so he's I, dope. Yeah, dope. I I since we're chatting shit, we got to talk about the new Trash Taste episode that just came out today. Because See, that's no, that they're asking yesterday. the important questions. Yesterday, whatever it was, because I just started listening to it today. I got like twenty minutes in, and there's some batshit stuff going on. So we got to at least gloss over that. Um, well, I haven't even gotten to hear the first twenty minutes, but at least you'll oh, tell me. So, oh shit, yeah, okay. Well, well, we'll we'll get we'll get on that. But like, they're asking the questions that people that anime podcast really need to be asking. Yeah, they're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Bruno, man, like Bruno is he's fucking dope, dude. Like when. Something about JoJo's, you look from the outside and you're like, dude, that is the dumbest character design ever. There's no way I could ever love that character because look how dumb he looks. And then by episode five, I'm like, Bruno Bucciarati, I will run through a wall for that stupid banged bob cut you have. I will both kill and die for you. And it's amazing how fucking some of these characters just... They look so ridiculous, and they're able to be so fucking, like, magnificent. Ah! Hey, it's your style, man. I feel you. Man, yeah, dude. I I don't know. Uh, The stands in this one are absolutely fucking banger. They're finally getting to the point where, like, 90% of the stands are humanoid stands. So instead of, like, in part three, like, there was a guy who had a, a stand, and it was a gun. You know, and it, the gun was the stand, whatever. But now, like, 90% of them look like people. They look like Star Platinum. They look like Zawarldo. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel you. So they're not trying to go Pokemon. No, they're not getting, like, super quirky. Um, And I really, I just, I've always liked the humanoid stands that come out and, like, punch stuff with your fist kind of things. Those have always been my favorite. 
So I'm I'm happy to see that those are like all that, and they have like really cool powers, man. And the the rock and roll references are on point this season. I mean, we've got fucking Purple Haze. Shout out to Jimi Hendrix right there, dude. Purple um, Haze. There, is there's in the my Grateful brain. Dead. There's Aerosmith. Oh, Aerosmith. I already yeah. like that one. Okay, you want to know what the um you want to know what the fucking translation for Aerosmith is, so they don't get sued on the sub. Uh, Aero. Lil Bomber. What? It's Lil Bomber. Lil Bomber. Lil okay. Bomber. But then he goes Aerosmith. <laughs> it's oh man they got um what else do they got moody blues they have sex pistols which that's where i get the mista he's got like um you'll like you will either like mista if you ever get to it or not like him so he hates the number four he thinks it's the most unlucky I number i love ever. the number four i know but he like he thinks it's the most unlucky number ever and i think if i'm not mistaking that's like a that's a thing in Japan. That's like a superstition well, in Japan. I hate him. Yeah, fair enough. But he's he's dope, man. Like so, he has six um six bullets uh, or six little stands. They're like little tiny bullet size stands, and he has them numbered one through seven minus four. So it's one, two, three, five, six, seven. Oh my god! Because <laughs> he does not fuck with the number four, dude, at all. Well, fuck him. Oh, man, like the stands are starting to get their own, like their own quirks and personalities. Um, Purple Haze, he's like this super badass stand with this crazy, like fucking destructive power. And he's super OCD. Like he accidentally gets some fucking crud on his leg and he starts wiping it off because he's like, oh, fuck, I can't have that. And then he notices that he wiped it on his fucking sleeve. So then he starts wiping it off on his other sleeve. And then he's just freaking out because he can't get the dirt <laughs> off. It's everywhere. It's fucking amazing, man. Like, I I think this is, and I'm sure it gets better the longer parts go on, but, like, you can tell that as good as JoJo's <clears throat> was me. before this, no worries, that Araki is starting to find, like, his real flow with stands. Like, it took him two seasons or two volume, not volumes, but, like, two parts to really get it, I think, but, like, he, he really has figured it out. It's kind of like late-stage Hunter Hunter Nen, to where it's like early on, it was like, all right, this is pretty cool. But then, you know, at, towards the end of the Chimera Ant arc, you're like this. I didn't know things like this were possible. Let's take this moment of reflection to realize I remember still to this day that when you first started and it got away from first part, you were kind of disappointed that they went to stands and did less about Haman and yes. all that shit. Okay, and I'm now still... you actually are looking forward to the stands. This yeah. is a moment in reflection right here, how things I, turn I, around. I still think... To this day, I still think that Araki missed a prime, a very fucking prime opportunity to incorporate Hammon into part oh, three. Hammon, sorry. Yeah, no, Hammon. Hammon, Hammon, however you want to pronounce it. You can also call it Ripple, whatever the fuck. There's a bunch of different names. But I, I feel like, at least in part three, that was the perfect time to be able to transition from Hammon to Stans. But he just kind of said... I'm done with Haman. I want to do a new power system so I can respect him for being like, I just want to change it. But I do think that more than the one time he used Haman in part three, it could have been like a useful tool. It could have helped him get out of some situations, but it's almost like he just said, no, we're I'm not, not, not going to this. use it. And that being said, like, you're right. I, I'm to the point now where I love stands. I'm completely okay with stands. I, I'm happy he made the transition. 
even though I do I do think Haman could have been dropped a little less fucking harshly. He didn't quite have to mic drop it like he did. Oh, fair enough, man. I just wanted to bring it up because it's funny how some mm-hmm. things that we do disagree with, and as soon as we keep watching, we're like, you know what? Maybe it was a good idea. Maybe there's a reason why he's the writer of the story. <laughs> yeah, this is true. And and when I first started JoJo's, I spent the entire first like ten episodes of season one. That's a whole like thirteen episodes. I spent that whole time going, where are the stands? <laughs> what? It, where are the? Do when do they show up? And then, and then through part two, I'm like, well, Hammond's dope then. Fuck stands. And then the stands come and I'm like, well, stands are pretty dope. All right, we're cool. <laughs> it's like, make up your mind. Oh, oh making noises. That is the gong stuff. of justice. Take a drink. That is me taking off my sweatshirt because, you know, starting to get warm in here. <sighs> Thank you. Man, I'm just happy it's raining out today. And we needed my, it. I'm not. Yeah, but like. I have a little little hole in my roof, and it just happens to be right above my setup, and there's nowhere else I can fucking move it to. I live in a very tight quarters. Um, <laughs> Wait, I'm just happy I'm not getting pissed on right Is the computers right underneath the roof? No, the computer and, like, the, the TV and everything, like, electronic, is away from the drip, but my head and the seat is right underneath it. So, well, all right. if it as decides, long as it's all right, you know, you're yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it decides to like really start raining, I'm I'm gonna be well, I'm gonna be wet for a whole different reason than I normally am doing the podcast. Ayo, hey, <laughs> oh man. Uh, but in conclusion, JoJo's Part Five is probably the most solid part. I'd say Part Five and Part Two are the two parts that I've been really able to watch front to back and enjoy just about every second of it. Because part three was too fucking long. They didn't need the entire, like, first half of part three. Part four was too anticlimactic for me. Uh, And part one was kind of What a lot of people say, kind of boring and slow. But again, re-watching it as a JoJo's fan, it's really cool. Watching it for the first time, Pretty slow, pretty fairly boring. Fair enough. That's that's what I'm hearing so far. Yes, but part five is is, is phenomenal. My only real complaint is they've seemed to have recap episodes, like every ten episodes. I've seen like three of them now, which isn't the worst thing when you're binging on Crunchyroll like me. I can just skip them. It's real easy. It takes two minutes out of my day to make sure that I'm not missing any information. Right. But if you're watching it weekly like I probably will be once part six comes out, then I'm going to be a little fucking heated when they're like, hi, um, let's just do a little expose on all the fights that have happened. It's like, <laughs> no, I've already seen them. Please I want don't. I need to see King Crimson get attacked. I need, how are they going to beat him, JD? I'm, I haven't I, finished I don't part know. five yet. I mean, I'm so. hoping that they just, you know, OP the motherfucker. Oh, and fucking, okay. So I, I I'm again, like maybe spoilers but like if without context i think we'll be okay but there's this one character who has um apparently he has like a split personality or whatever and the way he contacts his other personalities is he he uses whatever object he finds and like his mind thinks it's a phone so he'll and he starts ringing like he makes the ringing sounds so he'll see like a frog and when his other personality needs to talk to him he'll go and he'll yes. pick up the frog and go mushy mushy 
Mooji <laughs> Mooji. And it's like, good. what is happening? It's See, so I may nuts, do that dude. now, and I haven't even watched it. I'll just pick something up and be like, yes, Mooji Mooji. Mooji Mooji. But you have to make the ringing sounds yourself. And the way they draw it, his like lips are all like pursed out. It's fucking great, dude. He grabbed this girl's That's a ice- Quentin Tarantino kind of writing right there. He grabbed this girl's ice cream in the last video and put it up to his head, and he's like, Mushi Mushi. And it's like melting off of him, and his other personalities talking to him through it, and he's like, Yes, oh yeah, definitely. That's how I will defeat them. <laughs> oh my god. It's <sighs> Oh man. Um it's great, dude. And the uh, last thing I have to say is part five is absolutely fucking brutal. Like there are some straight up like horror movie style kills I've seen crazy bro i'll be the judge of that oh uh, uh, well i don't have is... a soul you know that well let me tell you about this flashback um kill so it, it, this is not a spoiler again it just shows it's an expose on this guy's power essentially he can oh. make things small yeah like he so he makes a car into like a less than like smaller than a pill size so you can swallow it puts it in a guy's drink and then like an hour later he makes it expand back into a regular size car when it's in the guy's stomach Ah, that's a classic. Bro, that's fucking brutal. I fucking love that. Shit is nuts, man. <laughs> you say expose in, uh, about like how, what they're proficient at or what their power is, and I want to say, because we're talking about the shows we're watching, Baki, in a nutshell, is that. Um, okay, that's a good transition. I'm not gonna going to lie. What's going on with Baki? There, uh, what, let me tell you right now, if it was a one-word description, it was either going to be you know expose, like you said, or flex, uh, one of the two. Okay. The show is essentially a flex fest. I, <laughs> I, I can't even explain to you right now, uh, Earthworm, that it takes the Naruto or any kind of shonen trope, and it's not a shonen, but every single person that walks through the door immediately gets a title under his name. Oh, Horekino Nariakaro. And then they'll be like, this man can crush a fucking stone pillar with his bare hands. He's done this. He killed a tiger. Blah, blah, blah. They just go in this expose. And then he meets another guy. This guy's a killer. He's used and proficient in grenades, launchers, knives, pistols, and does all this stuff. And then they fight each other. And one guy like starts beating the shit out of him. And he's torturing him. And the other guy's like, oh. And he's laughing about it. And then all of a sudden he's like, this whole time. I've wanted this to happen. Now I'm going to go fall all out. And then he kicks that guy's ass. And then you're like, oh, okay, so now he's winning. And then last minute, the guy's like, oh, I haven't showed you my greatest move. And then there's an explanation on why this guy has this secret move. And then he beats the shit out of that guy. The whole entire show. There are maybe, out of 26 episodes that I've watched of the two seasons, two episodes don't have fighting in it. (laughs) And that was the first two I was telling you about when I was just starting to watch it. I love it. Oh my, that sounds like like a bunch of gorillas, but with 200 <laughs> IQs. <laughs> Just put them in a room. <laughs> and they're all ridiculously jacked. That's what I'm saying. Like a bunch of fucking just monkey, monkey brain looking fucking meathead dudes. But they're all like 2000 IQ big brain Kuramas. They're like, huh, you've thought 13 moves ahead. I've thought 113 moves ahead. <laughs> it's like, wow. Okay. Um, Dude, what? <laughs> I mean, uh, they sacrificed the plot of this. I mean, there is a story. It's very, very loose. They don't give a shit because every episode ends with someone about to fight someone else. And then the next episode is like, get ready to watch this fight. So uh, that's fucking dope. 
<laughs> I would say is that sometimes I was like, bro, now I'm getting a little bit like sick of all the fights. But for some reason, every time I watch the fights, I just wanted to be like, well, what are they going to do next? Like, yeah. how are they going to top this fight? <laughs> because I'm no lie. I know like I was listening to the Weebology and people said, you know, this is the more realistic out of a lot of like, because there's not many legitimate Kung Fu like animes. They got to do ridiculous shit. Sure. It's kind of true, but. Dude, something's happened in this goddamn show. Oh, it's like, exaggerated. I'm sure yeah. it's exaggerated as fuck. One guy literally puts a bunch of like ammunition from a revolver into a guy's mouth <laughs> and makes him close it so that all the rounds go off in his mouth. That would literally shoot up into what? his brain and kill him. And instead, Bro. it blows out his teeth, half of his face, and he's still standing. But like, how did you? Did he like just like punch him in the face? And yes. Make... Dude, that's the most precise punch because you have to hit that like little pinhole on a bullet to make it fucking shoot. And with like, I'm like, pretty sure, I, yeah, he put it in his mouth and then he uppercutted his jaw. The oh guns went off. His face gets blasted, God. and then he gets up and he's <laughs> and he's just like, he's like, you messed up my face. <laughs> it's like, what? what the fuck? <laughs> you. Uh, yeah, I wanted this to happen. My teeth were slowing me down 0. 0.001 seconds of speed. And he beats the guy that made him blast his face, oh brings my... him to the hospital, but then the guy gets out of the hospital bed, r- grabs a car that the guy thought he won inside the car, starts lifting it up, and he flips it over. The guy falls out of the car. The guy then pulls out a gun, shoots every one of his limbs so he can't move, and he's like, oh, you thought this was just a regular fist fight because this shows that these are convicts that they're fighting against, and they'll use any method to win. Explosions. It's not just this fighting. Re- Who? Where are the referees? Is this like WWE? Where are the cops? <laughs> this is the whole time I've been watching this. Cops show up, but guns don't work on them. <laughs> it's just, it's so absurd, yet for some fucking reason, like, the music kicks in, and it's one of those things where you said, like, I wish they didn't play the same music all the time because it's just, like, it makes it not as, like, pumped up. But actually, it's like hardcore shit, and I love it. I feel that, yeah. As long as it's just like, like hard, like heavy fucking metal, you can do it with. But it's when that's like that, the music that's just like this is the culmination, the yeah. fucking big orchestral like. Yeah, what I take like it that. as like Naruto's the one where they always use that same thing with the flute in the background. They use the same kind of background whenever someone's fighting, and I'm like, yep. okay, I can vibe with this. Yeah. But I was like even singing one of the beats early when we were like getting ready. I was like, da 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 That's literally it as one of the background things. And I, I like it. Um, I'm not going to lie. I fucking jive with that, dude. I jive with that. <laughs> but uh, I'll just say right now, uh, the show is called Baki. He's barely involved. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because like Yujiro, you said his father, they are so OP that it would destroy the whole process of building another story of why Baki needs to be involved. Because this takes place after the whole... I think Baki was made a long time ago. Like yeah, Baki's he, an old manga, and there's, I think there's yeah. a couple OVAs and shit this, from like This takes 2000s. place after he wins the underground tournament at age 17, facing a lot of the main characters you see in this new season, where... It was legal martial arts fighting, so you couldn't do any illegal, like, what these convicts are doing. Okay. And so, even though these guys that Baki beat are no slouches, like, they could probably wreck Baki if it was, like, a maybe a death match, maybe. But all I know is they ain't no wimps, but in a professional match, he beat everybody to win the underground thing. So, 
after that, it's about the convicts breaking out of jail. They're all on death row and shit, like five convicts wanting to go to Japan to pretty much find Baki and taste defeat because they've never been defeated before. Oh, so they're like a... So this is shows just a bunch of Tagoros. Yeah. I mean, in look, in like fucking ideology, they're just like, gotta find someone stronger than me. And the whole time, Baki doesn't care. He's going to school. He's trying to be a teen. He finally meets a girl. And I'm going to say this right now. This is my hot take. It's very little involved. The romance in this show, or at least it's so much more realistic and to like how I was as a teenager. He finally finds love and he hasn't gotten laid yet. And all he can think about is having sex with the girl he loves. Oh, (laughs) and instead of them being like the whole time with this girl, like I can't tell her my feelings. He openly makes out with her in public saying, I love you and all that stuff. And is like, we're going to get it on. I'm like, dude, this is this is awesome. And the whole time the convicts are trying to interrupt his dates and you could see him like he gives just a flash of his instincts. Like if you touch me or her while I'm doing this, you will die. And instead of the convicts fighting Baki, they fight these other protagonists. So the show is mostly about them fighting all over Japan and like nothing ever gets stopped by police. It's just other fighters. This is ridiculous. Dude, what is it's what so is ridiculous. happening? What kind of world is this? There's like no world building. All it is is expose, explanation about every character that's about to fight, a bunch of gruesome fights. You think people die all the time and they always come back like, you thought you killed me. It's like, dude, I think you would enjoy it for the mindless, dumb I fuckery. I think I will, dude, because this sounds like JoJo's without stands. Exactly. I mean, without, like, any sort of powers, it's just, like, absolutely... Because there's plenty of times in JoJo's where I've seen a motherfucker get put down, and then he gets back up, and he's like, huh, you thought I was dead, even though I'm only missing half my brain. It's like, yeah, what? Like he's, what? I've seen so many throats being cut. Blood is spurting out. He, the, the bad guy walks away. End of scene. Next scene, he's talking to somebody else. Two episodes from now, guy just tackles him. I wasn't dead, motherfucker. And it's like, what? You weren't dead. You were bleeding out your throat. There was no ambulance. How the fuck did this happen? i cauterized my own throat wound (laughs) yeah they i would like him to even i mean i just after like halfway into it like the first season i threw away everything i thought i would be thinking about this show and i was like fuck it and some parts of me was like i don't am i really gonna like this and i'm like i don't give a shit i'm gonna watch it and so (laughs) the ending of the final like 20 i got up to 26 it's season two there's a one more season and it's finally gonna be a tournament arc like a okay. legitimate underground We're here. tournament. We're ready. Let's go. Yeah. Bloodsport, baby. Where's <laughs> and, Van Dam? <laughs> and everyone said that this is when you finally get to know more about Baki, and it's actually a tournament that happens every a hundred years in China. This so, I think this is really, actually like the those fucking tournament that like the Bloodsport movie is based off of. I think so too, because Baki dresses up in those shorts with his hands tied up in a, a wrap like Van Damme, and this he's got fucking, the fucking. Oh my god! So was Bloodsport just based off of Baki? It, it probably was. The problem is Baki is Japanese, so that's fair. Van Damme yeah, is not. <laughs> you may like this part because there's like people from America, people from China, people from Japan, everybody yep. that's fighting in this. So you got to have each and every person from I uh, do every like... area. And this, I think this stems from when, like, we, when we were kids, Gundam G Fighters, that, that whole thing was like, each country has a Gundam and we're fighting in a tournament. So exactly. that, that does kind of like something about every country presenting, like, it's like the Olympics of death sport. I love it. And basically, you know, Muhammad Ali? 
Yes, it's son, right? He's in it. His son is in it. Which Muhammad I don't Ali think Jr. He actually has a son. I nope. think it's ba- because it's ba- his his daughter Layla. She's a female boxer, so I think they just took her and like made her and... like gender swapped her or something to be in this tournament. Yeah, and the show Muhammad Ali is actually still alive, but he's you know you could tell he's got something going on with yeah, the brain from the concussions because you get punched in the head too many times and you start yeah to he's shake. having a hard it's time talking. But one thing that he remembers was Yujiro, which is Baki's dad. It all comes yep. back to even though Muhammad Ali was the king of the ring and pretty much the champ, the only one that could beat Muhammad Ali was Yujiro. And that yet Yujiro never fought him. This whole time, it's all big flex fit with uh, Yujiro. He never fights. Everyone's scared of him. He just shows up, says some shit, and leaves. Every huh. time. And you don't know why, but Baki hates him. And so when he finds out he's going to be in this tournament, he he's going to show to beat his dad. I don't know why he could never fight him before. He maybe wants to do it legitimately. But that's why Baki's going to fight in this tournament. And okay. Muhammad Ali Jr. is on the United States side. And apparently, he's perfected what his father couldn't, and so Yujiro wants to fight Muhammad Ali's son. No shit. So there's like a an advanced move to the to the floor, yeah, like it, a butterfly you know, sting, like yeah, a bee. Yeah, it's Muhammad Ali's uh, martial arts. That's what he called it, but he never perfected it. It's, so it's everything son. Muhammad Ali did without getting punched in the head 30 times before you throw a punch. <laughs> <laughs> it even says, float like butterfly, sting, sting like bee. Like it was it was good. I'm not gonna lie. They did a good job with that. And uh, like I said, man, Baki just he wasn't very involved. But when he was, like, whenever the bad guys got in the way of him and his girl, he literally flexed on him, beat the shit out of him, and it was like, all right, we done here. I mean, it's such a flex fest. I just I don't know why, but I want to watch this last season. I'm giving it a seven to be honest because the story is to me really just, that's it's, it. It's all, no, Dude, you... I like the fights, but it's like it is all over the place. They do, they give you a lot of expose, a lot of explanation about everything that's going on. They even have the announcer guy from Hunter Hunter explaining all the nice. situations that I are like transpiring. That. <laughs> yeah, but they could have filled it out better. Like there's some characters that are bad that turn good, and I don't still know why. And do you, do you think it really needs more of a plot though, or do you think that Baki is here? To be just batshit crazy, fucking x-ray bones breaking, shoot this guy's teeth out, and then he stabs you in the asshole. Do you think that's what it's just uh, trying to be, and it's it's really it, knows it could, what it is? And I could, and I can respect it for that, but maybe it's because they want to... I heard the tournament's a lot better. So, but I haven't seen any of that X-ray stuff that you're talking about. It shows him getting fucked no, up. No, it, do, it doesn't you know, do t- like the the X-ray. No, bone. it doesn't oh, do any of that. You then. hear you hear noises. Maybe they're gonna do it in the final season. But this first season, man, it was um, it's like they wanted to introduce all these other fighters that were in the tournament that Baki beat and their little bit of their backstories, and then how they can keep up with the convicts. That at like the first two episodes, they were shown to be so ridiculously overpowered. You're like. There's no way anyone can stop them. And then you realize there's so many more overpowered people compared to these convicts. They don't even matter. So, they, these guys are like B tier. <laughs> yeah. It's like Yu Yu Hakusho when you find out, yeah, they're B class and they're still A and S class and Yujiro is SS class. Or like being, a, just like, or like being a Junin in fucking Shippuden. <laughs> it don't mean shit. <laughs> yeah, all that worked for nothing. So <laughs> don't matter. That's what I mean. So I'm thinking it's building. They just, they, I didn't think they needed to do as much explanation that didn't go anywhere in the first two seasons. 
I enjoyed some of the explanation, but some of it was like, why are we explaining about this if it's never going to come back up later on? I guess I get that. But other than that, dude, the fights were good. Barely any CGI involved. Good. So I, I appreciate that. You will like it. It's bare knuckle brawl. But you may even think it's a little bit poorly paced in the first two. And you may actually be like me and be like, you know, just get to Baki and his story. So. Hmm. And yeah, when he gets laid, dude, it, it's the funniest fucking clip I've ever seen in my life. Okay. He like does it with her for like 50 times. And he's like, it's just like fighting. Yeah, it hurting someone. I'm pleasing somebody. And I'm oh like, my oh, my God. God. It's just... I guess I didn't realize Baki was such like a, a relatable character. I just thought he was just like this badass going around ripping That's people's what, assholes No, first out. episode, you see how badass he is. He's got a cast because he just finished the tournament. People trying to pick on him. And he's like, oh, I wouldn't recommend that. And then <laughs> as soon idea, as he's around, this, he's around this girl, he's just like, oh, my God, she's touching my arm. He's sweating. And he's just like, I don't know That's what to do. Cute. I got to make a move. That's I got to make a move. That's why Danny likes it from Anime Summit. That's oh, why yeah. she likes it. I was sitting here watching him. Like, there, I don't understand why she could watch this. I know her and... Uh, her and Nick love it. Yeah, her and, and Nick, Nick makes love sense because, like, Nick, I can get why he likes the batshit crazy stuff. But I think Nick. she enjoyed the romance, and it was actually adorable. And uh, I was like, "This is better than some romances I've seen." So, the whole two? <laughs> uh, no, it's not better than Toradora, but it's definitely nice to see a little bit of assertiveness, especially from the Japan side. Instead of them making them always shy, they were shy, but they still did it because they love each other. And, you know, we're all humans and we want to fuck. So maybe I just relate to the like the whole shy, like trying to get a girl to notice you thing without actually doing anything, because well, that was my what? whole Baki game doesn't plan in high to. school. <laughs> that was my whole game plan throughout school. It was like, just wait for her to notice you, bro. Yeah, but she'll notice you out of all the doesn't. people in the world. Mm -hmm. But I definitely will cry when she doesn't. It's like, okay, <laughs> terrible game plan. But no, um, I'm going to let you say your things about it, uh, about Code Geass, of course, before we get to it. But later on, when we talk about kind of reflecting and going over our kind of like what we have, what we've watched. I've recently gone through my anime list again and kind of lowered up certain shows because I'm starting to realize I have a pattern. I'm like, well, if I give this show a this, I definitely think it's better than this show. So why did I give it this yeah. rating now that I've taking some time off the shows and not having that recency bias, I went down. And that's why Baki, I can't even give it an eight because I've enjoyed more of my hero, let's say. But near the end of the season, I hated it. And Baki was definitely better than that. But it's like I wasn't itching to watch every episode unless there was a fight that I really cared about. Okay, that's fair. Because when that's... you're watching fights in every single episode, it's not like it's something special. That's, That's true. the sad part. It's good to watch, but you're not like, man, I got to see what happens next because they do so many ridiculous things. You just like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think JoJo's cause there's probably a fight in every season of JoJo's, but there's a lot more like detective work rather than just like, look at this batshit crazy move I can do. Right. Exactly. I mean, th there's a guy in the show called Oliva, uh, a big, um, African-American man that literally, eats so much protein he's so big that he takes shotgun blasts but since he eats so much protein after he eats it, it all his wounds heal what the because all that high protein his his muscles Jesus. are so massive even a a, a sore uh, a dagger cannot pierce deep enough into his abs to hit a vital organ i bet his body's 100 percent efficient too and he doesn't have to poop he tra he transfers <laughs> everything that he eats into fucking energy just like kim jong-un 
Dude, and one guy gets like a bone tra- like enlargement transplant, and what? then it breaks it down that you can actually do this. You can lengthen bones if you're not big enough. They go into your joints, every part of your bones, stretch it as much as possible, and drive like needles in to hold it there. And you have to actually eat bone marrow to help make your bones get stronger Bruh. and bigger. And what it's Baki's half brother, and he gained like I don't know an extra foot. And so much girth. He's so tall that he's like taller than Yujiro. And literally, he has to go through agonizing pain every single day because of it. But now he's like one of the biggest guys ever. Dude, they explain how it's actually possible and that it's been done. But these guys are just insane. He's eating like bones. And it's to keep up with his bones that are growing. It's just ridiculous. I don't like any of that, dude. I thought <laughs> I didn't like All Might and the hair thing. but But this is worse. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, I can't even do it justice. There's so many things that go on. There's one guy that has, like, knives put into each part of his body, uh, like, near his elbows, near his knees, and when he literally hits a trigger in his fingers, they open up, and then they close. It's like Wolverine without being Wolverine, and then it explains how it's done. Jesus. The yeah, man just it's... has, like, fucking razor blade compartment finger. What is going on here? <laughs> I And he's from Ireland. I'm so confused. I thought it was just people punching each other, but now this is like a, a whole. This is like fucking plastic surgery. This doctor. is no holds barred, like fighting with anything you got. It, it's ridiculous. I I would say ridiculous is a great word to use. Yes. Yeah, guys <laughs> wow. that can punch fucking stone and make it into a ball. It's just it's. That's what I mean. It's realistic sometimes, but man, it's 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 really out there. Yeah, I would I would say uh, yeah. Just by hearing the fucking whatever you've been talking about, it's like, okay. And I'm sure you're probably, like, talking about some of the most crazy things that have happened. But Oh, yeah, but- there's, I could talk about every fight, because every fight had something ridiculous happen. <laughs> okay. But it's it's just so hard, and, like, this, I don't know. You know what? You know, one day, because you may not even... It, even if we watch some of the fights, if I show you some clips, it's not like it's going to give away the show, and... Even if you see a guy get defeated, he'll probably come back up in a different fight because they always survive. They just never so, die, dude. <laughs> they never die. They never die. Fuck. That's great. <laughs> but uh, other than that, yeah, um, I figure we get on to your Code Geass. Yeah, sure. Um, so I don't really have too too many thoughts overall on Code Geass. It's a really solid show. Uh, I like the fact that it's a mecha. I really, I do like mechas. I need to watch more of them. Um. But yeah, I, it's a solid, a really solid fucking plot, man. I don't, I'm not in love with Lelouch like everybody else is, but I do enjoy his character. You know what I mean? It's kind of like Light Yagami. It's like, I really like the way he was written. I yeah, like everyone what, likes him. Yeah, I like what's happening, but like, he's not my favorite character. Kind of like, very similar to like Natsuki Subaru. It's like, I appreciate the way they did him, but I don't want to hang out with this guy. No, I, I, I understand that. But it's really cool, man, especially the fact that um, I've been getting more into politics recently and kind of understanding how some of that stuff works. You don't say. Yeah, yeah. I know we brought <laughs> it up on a podcaster one, a couple episodes ago. But this is very, very politically driven. There's a lot of politics. The I think the biggest theme in this is um, is the conflict between revolution and reform when, when changing governments. So revolution is obviously you overthrow the government with force, you know, you, mm. the people take the power, the other, whoever's trying to become empowered pretty much Dude, rips I down the I could talk the about that with you so much because 
our boy J. Cole that we listen to. Shout out to him. Absolutely. Literally talks about revolution, how some people say it's the what you need to do. But then he's like, sometimes that's actually worse. Because yeah, it can be. You overthrow a government, you then, you the people become in power. And what does power do to any man? It just makes everybody corrupt. Yeah, and that's that's another thing too, is uh, it's showing the power corrupts. Because I know I've mentioned it before, but you know, Lelouch has a... He has a power. The Gios is a power that people have. And this is, I think you learned this in the second episode, so I'm not even going to, I'm just going to say it. The Gios is like, it's essentially a thing, a power that's in his eye. And when he makes direct eye contact with somebody, he can command them to do anything. Like they, Anything? Yeah, they are 100%. Like he says, kill yourself, and they take out their guns and shoot themselves in the head. He says, like he told one person to live because they were like friends or whatever and to like where i'm watching in this anime it's still like anytime he's about to die it shows his eyes like get all geost um like the power's taking over and he does everything in his power to not die well i guess that saves you right there huh yeah so he's got this like kind of light yagami death note power that he only a few people know about and that he's he's using to like take over the world so Back to what I was saying about, like, revolution over um, reform. So Lelouch is the revolutionary. He wants to take down Britannia. The, it's essentially, Britannia is Britain, maybe 200 oh, years ago, when they owned, like, three quarters of the world. Like, they own almost, like, all of Europe. They own a fuck, like, all the fucking Polynesian islands. Like, every... What what the hell's the word? Oh, the um, big the big empire then. Yeah, yeah. Like when they were very imperialist, um, and they just went and fucking conquered everything. Well, they conquered Japan. So Lelouch wants to fucking revolt and free Japan from Britannia, and ultimately he wants to take down Britannia altogether. So it's a big oh, revenge story for this guy. But he keeps running into people along the way, people that are close to him that he cares about, that keep trying to do the reform way and reform if if you're not familiar it's essentially it's essentially voting in new people for for like a, the united states it would be like voting in your your candidates who you think are going to make a change who you think are going to go in there and, and really change things that's reform rather than tearing it all down like revolution so he keeps running into people that that he cares about and that he doesn't want to hurt that keep trying to go the reformist route and he is trying to lead this revolution, and it shows a lot of, like, his personal emotions get in the way. And he's like, so he's the only guy who can lead this revolution. He's the only man smart enough. And it shows early on Shit. that he's, like, a master chess player. Like, he's going around to, like, mob bosses and stuff, like the best chess players in, in Japan. And oh, he's you know, absolutely... I like me some chess. Yeah, and he's whooping the shit out of him. Like, fucking grown-ass adults, and this kid's, like, 16. And he's absolutely beaten the shit out of him at chess. So he's a super strategic, like, battle mind. He can... He's the commander. He tells people, like, where to go, what to do. Like, he's the only guy who can truly command this ragtag group of rebels to beat a, a an empire that owns almost half the world. But his motivations aren't... The reason he wants revolution isn't necessarily to to fucking fix everything and to make everything better for everybody. It's it's at its heart, it's a revenge story. It's he wants to take down Britannia for his own reasons and he's essentially just using everybody else in the resistance 
to get that done. Though they both want the same thing, Lelouch is almost willing to sacrifice everything else besides the the people that he really cares about and and take down Britannia while like the whole revolution, obviously they want to take down Britannia and they're okay with sacrifices, but they see the grand picture. Like Lelouch is there's been a couple times where he's chosen to take care of his own shit rather than continue to lead um continue to lead the fucking army. Like he's straight up dipped to like save somebody or do something and it really fucked over the revolution a couple times. Yeah, but you got to be it, a leader, you got to lead your people. And that's that's why I don't like Lelouch. I won't say I really you enjoy can't have personal personal things. Yeah, I don't away. I don't fucking he's not like, yes, I love him. He's my top 10 favorite character. Hold on, need a drink of water. Here it comes. high quality H2O. <laughs> Gatorade. Ah, but um, I do really love the way he's written. So it's it's a it's a love. I love to hate Lelouch because it's like, damn, you are. He's written so correctly. It's like if this is the character he is and he is supposed to be, then yes, he would be taking his own personal needs over the needs of the revolution. And I'd like that they didn't stray away from that a lot. But damn, it's like, he, you're really watching him. He, the motherfucker's burning the candle at both ends. I haven't finished season two yet. I'm, I'm less than 10 episodes in. But like, the, the dude is burning the candle at both ends, man. Like, he's he's really, like, he's... I, I don't see this ending well. I, I really hope that he... My hope is that he finds a way to to make the revolution happen. Because I am I am on the side of the revolution in this, especially, like... Take down Britannia. Fuck them. Get your freedom back. Let's do this, boys. And I hope Lelouch makes Sound the right like the decision. IRA. Yeah, exactly. Fuck them. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I hope he makes, ultimately, I hope in the end, he makes the decision to to choose the revolution over himself. But I don't think it's going to happen. And I'm I'm just not sure if this is going to be an everything is sad ending or if, or if there's going to be a little bit of hope at light at the end of the tunnel, I'm really not sure. But I mean, Lelouch is really the only character that absolutely stands out. Besides Nina, the rest of the characters are good, but they're they almost feel like top tier my hero characters. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Where they're really good, but they're not they're not excellent. They're not special. But they're they probably more flushed out than my hero. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, they definitely, I mean, they're all very, like, understandable. They're very real characters. But again, none of them are like, fuck yeah, I absolutely love this character because they're amazing. At least not to me. So what are you giving it? Like an eight right now, you said? I gave season one a nine because it ended oh, with wow. an absolute bang. Like, it was, the way season one ended was <laughs> Recency <fucking> bias? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, you you could make that, but I also there's a, there's a little piece of me that's that's taking that's taking what I know is a well put together story, and I'm putting that a little bit over my enjoyment. Like I'm enjoying the show, but I'm not like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure enjoying the show, where I'm just like at the edge of my seat. But the way the story is constructed, I, I'll relate it to like Full Metal Alchemist, where it's like they have everything that you could ever want in a show but i feel like they took and they made everything a nine and they didn't take the time to put anything to a 10 at least that's how it's feeling to me 
Right. But the plot, like I said, everything's really solid. There are no plot holes that I found. It's a re- it's a really good. It's just a really good, really well put together story. And that in itself, I think it's really rare to find that. You usually have to sacrifice something. Like with RE0, you notice they sacrifice the plot a lot for the characters and the psychology. Yeah, I guess it's true. But that's what I mean. That to me is more of a nine. But I haven't watched Code Geass because Mm -hmm. I guess the story matters. But if you don't feel like you need to watch the next episode, that's why the ones that are high numbers to me are ones that... I like. I don't care if I have other plans. I'd rather watch the next episode because I want to keep watching. So if you're telling me you're not like dying to watch the next episode, I feel like that's not nine worthy. I, I guess so. My my ultimate thoughts are like with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Recently, I've wanted that would to be a nine or a ten, right? Because you're dying yes, to watch it. But I've wanted to see every episode individually. Yes, I want to see like where it ends in the the climax. But I also am super interested in kind of everything along the way and the little things and the individual stand battles that are happening. Yeah. But with Code Geass, it's more like a, I want to see everything that's happening so it all, so it'll all lead up to the climax. Like the climax is what I'm really watching for with Code Geass and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's more like I'm taking the time to smell the flowers as I'm walking by. Does that make any sense? And that originally I was going to give season one of Code Geass an eight because it was kind of like that. Every episode was like in it in and of itself wasn't an absolute banger. But when you kind of put them all together, you sit back and go, "Okay, all right. That was really fucking good, even though it kind of, you know, there was a lot of not amazing shit that happened in the way it all needed to happen where it was going. Yeah. Kind of like how the beginning of Attack on Titan isn't really stellar but then when you get to the season three part two you're like holy fuck it well, all yeah, makes that's sense why now. the first season i have definitely lower than than the rest sure but if you were to like put a whole grade on the entire show it's probably a little closer to where it's to where it oh, is yeah, now in season three yeah exactly so that's where i'm at with code Geass. it's it's you have to kind of wrap it in as a whole whereas jojo's it's like i can watch just one episode of jojo's and just watch the stand fight and really get an, a good amount of enjoyment out of it. Where Gios, you have to watch the whole show kind of front to back. Yeah, it's definitely. And how many seasons is there? Two? It's two. Yeah. So I'm, I've am i only got 20 something episodes left. Oh, there you go, man. Okay, so you're, you're almost there. Yeah, we're going to get it done. I decided to play some Smash Bros last night and um, I was fucking rolling last night, baby. Me and Sonic are are going getting along good. Oh, we're feeling good now about it, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I think they reset with the global smash points or whatever because I was at like a hundred thousand with Sonic, and then uh, after the update, I was back up to like two million with all my characters. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, or um, people let's aren't see. playing. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. no. Like, yeah, I was, but I was curious. I was afraid, honestly. I was like, fuck, two million GSP. I'm gonna get my shit rolled. But I went in there and I upped my GSP to almost three million. So he's rolling. apparently I'm actually pretty fucking good at Smash he's now. Ta- he's taking competitors, guys. Anybody that wants to face him for real, like I don't have enough homies that play Smash with me. I mean, I can play with I can play with Robbie all day long, but at some point you just play with the same guy and you just know the moves that you're each gonna do when you play characters. Like I can right. tell you, ev- I can tell you, our buddy Robbie. I can tell you like every move he's gonna make as Ness. I can like as a commentator, I would be great. And be like, and then he's going to PK fire. Oh, watch out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 
Wait, if it, he's it, either gonna... with Ness. We've seen it so much. Even I don't play him that much. I know his play style with Ness. It's I mean, yeah, that's the, the same thing. thing. And it hasn't changed a whole fuck ton. I mean, Ness is one of the original characters, pretty much. So, and we we used to play melee like a lot. Probably yeah. like what three hours a day. Whenever we were hanging out, we just sit there and oh, play. We go to just we go to like like Warp Tour. Go to any kind of place. And be like, hey, bring the GameCube. We yep. gotta play Smash the night before. So bring the cube, baby. Yeah, I remember those days. Those were great. Whoa! So that's uh that's our serious deep dive into what we've been watching recently. Yeah, basically, it's been a while, but like uh, we were counting, and I don't mind saying it on here, but I I have a mal list. And no way. It, it, yeah. Why and would you do in that? In total, I've watched, but you got to count like Sword Art Online 2 and basically Naruto Shippuden and Naruto are separated that I've watched a total of 54 animes. That doesn't count all the Dragon okay. Ball movies, but I haven't even put them down because we watched those when we were kids and like there's there's just so many and they're not canon. So, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Mal's weird, man. I wish they didn't do. I wish there was a way to do like a series as one. Like, you don't have to do, like, JoJo's each part. You have to rank separately. Like, Attack on Titan, you have to rank each season. Yeah. It's it's kind of like, it makes it tough to but really no, keep like track. Like, recently, I went in, because I, I, I forgot to add, like, Doro Hidoro and stuff like that to uh -huh. my list. So I added some of the ones I did, and I just looked through my scores. And after, you know, we've six plus months now, we've talked about animes. We've really gone through the ups and downs of animes, what we look for. Uh, talked about some and I started looking at like my ratings and I was like you know why did I give this a nine or an eight when a lot of these other ones I'm giving a seven and if I think about it more like if I like right now was like hey which one do you want to watch you got to watch one of these shows right now again which one would you watch it just made me change like yeah maybe I wouldn't be so dying to watch it that quickly if it's a nine why did I have it as a nine blah 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 so yeah I just went through and I did some adjusting and so I'm just looking through it and uh it just feels weird <laughs> yeah different did you finally knock angels of death down from a nine yeah it's at an eight thank you i saw that um, the other day and i was like better than gurren Lagan, huh okay, okay oh you know see i <laughs> that's what another thing i forget like that's what i was looking at is like i like see i like it a lot more than you did but i was like yeah why did i give it a nine because i wouldn't even watch it probably again that much but if like lissa wanted to watch it or something like that um i would definitely want to do it uh because it's kind of got that like murder mystery kind of vibe thing going on i feel you i feel you but yeah like i was also thinking like full metal alchemist i have it an eight i almost want to put it to a nine but um is it's kind of like you said with code geos it had such a great world and story that that's why i watched it but i was kind of feeling lackluster for the one thing i was looking forward to was the fights i for some reason didn't enjoy it as much yeah, the the fights weren't like outstanding. The main characters were great. I loved Ed Alderick and his brother. I I loved them. I mean, it was actually really well done. It's just there was something there that didn't let me get it to a nine, so I just couldn't do it yet. Um, like I got my hero, but I I mean, there was wait, where's the fourth? You see the fourth should now that I'm looking at it. The first half was like dope as fuck, but then I, again I haven't. Yeah, even, I'm gonna drop that to seven now while we're talking, everybody. Just let mm -hmm. you know I updated that. <laughs> <laughs> well it's um it's kind of cool that you mentioned like going through and and fucking around with your malice and stuff and how many shows you've watched because uh i i don't remember how many weeks in, in advance we have this scheduled but i figured i'd i'd let everybody know i have officially fucked with 50 separate series i have watched separate. there we go and or started to watch or watched most of 
50 separate separate entities of anime. So that's like, you know, I'm counting all JoJo's as one. I'm counting all the fucking Attack on Titan. I'm not doing this Mal bullshit. Um, and in probably, I want to say a month or two, I'm going to be sitting down. I'm going to be ranking them. And you're going to get my top 25 anime of all time oh, that I've watched. Boys, we're gonna be, and, and, and I'm able to like give him shit about it too. Yeah, JD is going to roast me. I'm not sure if he's going to get like somebody from another podcast to come on and hag me out. But I know it doesn't sound like a huge deal, especially since we're like a quote-unquote professional anime podcast. But the fact that I got <laughs> to like 50 separate shows, it's a big milestone for me. I, I hope we haven't put on too much of a front, but like we're still all things considered, really fucking new to this anime thing. I mean, obviously, I've just finished 50 separate series. Pretty much this this whole podcast, you're growing with us and learning with us. Some of you that have been our listeners from the get-go in the Discord have watched way more than us, but Absolutely. are enjoying the journey, the conversations we have, the talks, and that's why we're reflecting right now because we're growing as we go and we're realizing, man, maybe this is a lot better, this is a lot worse. We just finally kind of really sink down and start thinking about things a little bit more. And Earthworm's going to have that 25, and he's going to have to really bite down and think about what's his number one, two. Like, that's going to be hard, you know? I mean, I went through the other day, and I, I did a quick ranking. I, I put through my 25, but again, I started watching Code Geass after that, so that's probably going to make it into the top 25. I got to factor in JoJo's part five. Like, my, my big plan before I do... I do my top 25 special or whatever is to finish some season twos to really get an idea of which shows I like better than what. So I want, I need to finish watching Haikyuu. I need to yeah, watch. You still season... haven't done to the top. Yeah. No, that's going to be, I'm going to do probably to the top. I'm going to bust that out after I'm done. Jojo's that'll be my morning anime, but okay. I got to watch, I got to watch season two of Kaguya Sama love is war. Cause that was, that's, that's one of my favorite animes. I mean, that's probably got a place in the top 10, top 15 for me. I mean, it's fucking wow. great. And I've heard season two is just absolutely banger. So who knows? I, I just, if One Punch Man season two, I've heard the animation's not as great, but I heard the story's better. These are all things that I just, I want to get a real good picture of where I rank these motherfuckers. Fair enough. Yes, yes. Um, um, and JD, I know once you, once you hit that same milestone as well, you will also be doing a top 25 special, I hope. Yeah, that's the plan, but uh, like I just want to say, listeners, we've talked about this because of my Naruto's Dragon Ball Super, like all of pretty much Dragon Ball series. I've got a lot more episodes than than Mr. Earthworm over yeah. there, but the problem is it doesn't amount to much when it comes to separate animes. Yes. So I'm a little behind. So where I'm like almost hitting 50 animes and it includes like all the Naruto's and all that separately, I'm technically maybe at like 32 or something like that. So it's going to be a while. But that's why I'm trying to watch these short animes and stuff like that to get them on my list. But in doing so, sometimes the story takes a backseat and the development, making me not give them as such a good rating. So, yeah, that's completely understandable, dude. And yeah, it's it's true. It's funny because I have probably close to 15 to 20 more like separate series than you. But I think you have like a thousand more episodes than me. It's ridiculous. Like I said, like, with just the, the the Dragon Ball, the Naruto, Full Metal Alchemist, just and Hunter Hunter, I'm at like sixteen to fifteen hundred episodes, yeah. and that's not all the little ones. Yeah, and I know I know you marked like things I haven't marked down on my mal list, or like I, 
I can't remember exactly where I stopped watching Yu-Gi-Oh, so I didn't really throw that one down there, Pokemon and stuff. I, I know did. You... I put, yeah, the whole yeah. first and second season I watched of Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, but you watched that recently. Like, that was like, what, five, six years ago? You just said, fuck it, we're watching Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, I got on a <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh kick, you know? And Pokemon, actually. I rewatched Pokemon the first, second season. I feel that, dude. I feel that. But yeah, those are ones I just, I never really threw out. But, um, yes. That uh, that's something that's planning that we're planning on doing in the future. Wait, how many episodes did you say you've watched? Because I finally got the total number. Oh, geez, let me let me take a look. Yeah, check it I up. I think on it was like there. close to close to. I'm at nineteen fifty three. 1953. I'm at, at 2815. Yep, you have almost a thousand more episodes than I do. <laughs> fucking on your mouth. But it, it's just funny how we've taken different approaches to to watching anime. Yeah, my mean score is a 7.5 on average. Ah, oh, dude, mine's a 7.54. Nice. Nice, bro. Nice. And I've got one whole ass manga I'm reading. So, uh, JD, what do you what do you have uh as far as the future of the podcast go, what are you thinking? Like what I want to do for my goals? Yeah, you know, what do you uh what do you have in mind for how um, this is going to well, go? Well, my, 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 my goal is that I would like to be on the same track once in a while. I've, I've said this numerous times. I would like us to have watched a lot of the similar things. Um, a lot of our discussions when we both watch something have made a great topic or great discussion because we can give the goods and bads and really like pick up points where you like something maybe I didn't. So that's my goal is that hopefully we'll have some animes more that we both can watch and enjoy. But that being said, I'm just hoping to find some really good animes and with Jujutsu Kaisen we know we're about to roll on that um I'm just hoping to find some good shit that's all I want I want some good anime that makes me want to wake up every morning and watch it like you said mm-hmm. that's that's what you got to look for man um and I'm doing that it's just that yeah I had the fighting kick and Baki is definitely taking the uh, like pretty much it's gonna wear me down to where I'm like all right finally I got my fighting out and maybe I'll just jump into something else that won't be fighting involved. Who knows what my mind's going to tell me. But um, I'm thinking about going back to classic animes. I was going to bring that up to you. If you wanted to do like a classic roulette where we're kind of like we have a randomizer like 1990s anime. Any kind of like that. And we got to spin a wheel and then f- and whatever it says we got to watch. That'd be pretty legit. I know we missed out on yeah. a lot of the classics. You you got around to watching Bebop, but I still haven't gotten Bebop around to that one. Bebop and Samurai Champloo, which was like 2004, yeah. 2003. So, um, but yeah, the classics, man, we, we can't overlook them. It's like the classics of, you know, rock and roll. Absolutely. It's like it's important to what established what we watch today. So maybe something like that in the future. Not saying it's going to happen, but, you know, look out for that. I feel that, man. I feel that. But but real quick, I wanted to bring up, because you did say you were going to mention it a little bit later, um, about the the podcast for uh, uh, Trash Taste. What are they talking about that you said that needs to be said? I forgot about that. Oh, my God. So um, um, they brought Sid. I think it's her name on YouTube is Sid Snap, but it's uh, Gigux, like, fiance. Oh yes, and yep, yep. She, yeah, she she takes and on her YouTube channel, she she goes over like really really weird like hentai stuff and like Japanese like sex toys and whatever. Oh, yeah. She she's always in that section of the stores. It's yeah, funny. dog. So um, <laughs> go go check it out because like they'll they'll give you a really they'll really sit down and explain it to you. But they're they're talking about something right now when I was listening called Knights Night of the Round Pussy or something. No, Pussy <laughs> of the Round Table. That's what it is. That's a good one. Bro, and it's like just a bunch of different like pocket pussies around like a stool thing 
and it's what? for for you and your homies to oh to, in yeah. a round table and just do yeah. it together and i guess they're all like different sizes and and when there's like an anal one on the bottom and you're supposed to like stick it on the on the guy and he's like your support and it's just you know like they were saying dude i was losing it man i tried to go to the bank this morning which they were closed by the way so that was fucking cute but wait um, they're closed today yeah they should be open till 12 dog Them i bastards. went they weren't fucking open none of the open signs were there um so that sucked that's some bullshit let me tell you I, <laughs> yeah you know what also i'm gonna say i know it's not covid's fault this is a little tangent here okay i am sick and tired how it's like we can't let anyone inside banks still, even with all the lifting restrictions, even though you can walk into anywhere with a mask and just keep distance, whatever. I respect those laws, but you can't even open up a bank. So they literally only have two spots for the drive through yeah. to go through. Yeah. And you, every time there's a line, every oh. time there's a line all the way outside the bank. And this time I got stuck in the line <laughs> in the middle of it and I had to piss so bad. Oh. It was like... You know when you had like a pound of Red Bull and then you forget you had to pee and then you're in line and you have that feeling like I'm going to burst if I don't pee? I'm kind of there now, honestly. I'm about halfway yeah. done my morning Red Bull and I'm <laughs> I'm like, now that you mention it, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, but the difference is you could say, hold on, go take a pee. I Where where could I go? And I was in the middle of a bunch of people. I'm yeah, like, we know you're not there. good at peeing in bottles. Lord, don't even get me there. <laughs> that was your fault. You gave me a little Poland spring bottle. <laughs> That's all anyway. we had. It's all you had. You could have pulled over. No, it was we could dead not stop have. traffic. It was yes, we could have. It was dead stop traffic. Then, then how are we going to get over? There are cars on the way. You could have stayed right there and let me out, and then just say, "I will pick you up and move over eventually." I fucking. You should have just gotten out, pissed, and then ran back to the car. Yeah, but you told me to not do that. I was afraid. We kept moving fast. Either way, getting off topic here. I'm just saying is that these banks need to understand. You can let us inside the building. Limit to five people in the building like any other store. I get it. That makes but sense. But you need to help with the process because we got things to do as well. And you're sitting in line for... I sat in line for 45 fucking minutes just to deposit money. It's it's just I, it's just ridiculous. And I had to pee so bad. I had to pull over. It was not good. So, <laughs> just a um, bad day. Bad day Just, all just saying all. bad day. Uh, I'm sorry, Banks. But, you know, you got to make it a little bit easier for us out here. For the working <laughs> man. Enough. Uh, so, so back to, uh, back to podcast stuff before we're going to kind of put a bow on it. Cause it's been getting close to the hour and a half mark. I think. And, and you have to pee. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I can, I, I'll be all right for a little while, but I think, um, I think we're going to start doing a little bit more kind of, kind of Chadley things. What we want to do, and this is something we've wanted to do since we've started the podcast. We want to do friggin' brackets. Okay. We're mm. just going to be honest with y'all. They're fun. Done. I've always loved brackets. I'm the guy who at a party. Tournaments, competition. Yep. You know. Yeah, I'm the guy at the party who's like, all right, we're all going to play beer pong. And everybody's like, all right, cool. Yeah, beer pong's fun. And then I go, we're going to make it a bracket tournament. And then everybody's out. It never goes that Nobody way. Nobody ever wants to do the bracket tournament. So this people is, have to watch. This you know? is my goddamn podcast. I mean, yours also, JD, but I own like half of the fucking rights to it. And we're doing brackets somewhere, damn it. So... Be on the lookout. Um, we have a bracket episode. <clears throat> excuse me. Have a bracket episode coming up real soon, and I, I think we're gonna do a decent amount of them. Maybe like one a month because they're just fun, yo. Get some guests on and just talk shit. It allows you to really talk about certain characters, whatever the good, the bad. Try sure. to show like who's gonna win the competition wise. And it's just stupid fun because sometimes I think with the the TV with the review thing that we'll do every now and then where we really sit down and talk about a show. 
sometimes you don't really get to talk about the things you super enjoyed on all the really super fun things that happen because you we kind of turn on that critic part and we're we're being gonna be a little bit more we're gonna be a little bit more (laughs) honest about it you know even though like there's some funny things that happened in my hero but like when we talked about it it was more like all right well let's sit down talk about the plot talk about like the real important things but like i want to make the case that like deku deserves to get to the finals because he learned how to kick bro he learned how to kick. Like, I want to do that for, like, an entire bracket, bro. And it's just, it's some fun competition. We're not taking ourselves too seriously. I definitely think that's going to be in the works soon. Some some Chadley-ass stuff. Exactly. I mean, hopefully, I don't know. We're going to find out different ways. We're going to have waifu showdowns. I mean, I know everyone wants to talk about that eventually. We're not saying when, but there's going to be enough to go around. But we want to make sure we're just having a blast and you guys are having a blast as well. Absolutely. We're going to do our best not to oversaturate it. Um, We know that brackets every week can get a little overwhelming for everybody. So if if we start to do brackets every week, hit us up. Be like, hey, boys, um, stop fucking episode, what, 33 or whatever this is. And like an hour and 15 minutes in. I need you to go listen to that, okay? <laughs> I need you to go listen to that. Right? And then we're like, fuck, all right, well, we said it. And, but by the way, also, right now, you need to change your grade on the Malice for Sword Online to 6, please. Oh, I did say I was going to do that, huh? You did say, and I'm going to make sure. I'm going to check your, your wait, where's one of yours? Here's the one with Dio on it. Yeah, I will laugh okay, now, yeah. huh? <laughs> Samurai whack. Yeah, there it is. Why did you not just put Earthworm since it Bro, I made this sense. before we did the podcast, I think. Well, you could change your name at any point. I could. I just don't think about it very much. And plus, I, I like the name Samurai Whack. If it was easier to say, it definitely would have been my name for this pod. Well, guys, we're going to have to do a poll eventually. I'll put it on Instagram now that he's around. Would you rather be Earthworm, the Mighty, or Samurai Whack? You well, know? remember, Samurai Whack is our editor. So That's you, bud. I know. Bring, bring, bring. <laughs> mushy, <Bra>. mushy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. How are you? Mushy, <laughs> <laughs> mushy. <laughs> but you have to like grab. Oh, I told you, you just have do to it. grab like a fucking roll of toilet paper or something. Mushy, mushy, mushy. I'm gonna do it now. Sometimes and people are not gonna get it, but do, I find that. Actually... Do me a favor. Do that to your wife today. Just like when you guys are just sitting there, just and it's been silent for like five minutes. I'd Start making do it during an argument, and then just be no. bring bring. No, yeah. because that's <laughs> like you're gonna get in trouble by doing that. Or who what? fucking cares? I, but like just out of nowhere, bring bring. When she's looking at you, just pick up like the fucking remote. Mushy mushy. <laughs> Boss. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Ohio. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Did you change it? Huh? Did you change it? Yes, I just changed it. I'm checking out your. Pro- Either way, all right. Well, I think we did our thing today. Basically, um, just just be ready, guys. We're gonna be changing some things up. We got some good things coming your way. He kind of hinted it with the bracket. So wink it and wink wink. Yeah, wink wink. And um, hopefully we can do a way to display the bracket. I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe. We have to do something. I don't know. If Wonder it- if we can live stream that. You know, maybe live stream I'm- it to the Discord audience or something. We could. I mean, we could try to figure that out either way. Honestly, I mean, you got f- the nice high tech setup. Unless so. we live stream like our audio, that'd be fucking boring. They're just sitting there looking at a bracket and like every fucking five minutes, something changes. Oh, oh, Luffy. <laughs> Luffy made it. <laughs> All right. I, yeah. I could just put the bracket up right before the episode gets put yeah, out on like we'll put all the, social we'll, medias we'll and then the, people are going to wonder. Yeah, yeah, we'll put the beginning bracket and then we'll put the final bracket or whatever. 
Fair enough. Hell yes. Man, I, well, I hope you all enjoyed us just uh, chatting about the anime we've been watching, just chatting shit about the podcast, uh, and without really any direction. We promise we'll be back at it next week with uh, with a, a topic, so that'll be Definitely. fun. JD, do you have anything else before uh, before we give the fucking plugs? Uh, not really. I've just been thinking about that bathroom now that I have to pee. Aha! See? See? <laughs> Talk about it, and now you gotta go. Um. Alright, so if you want to join the adventure... Uh, hit us up on the discord join the discord easiest way to get in touch with us we also have social medias we got a twitter and an instagram for the show uh we also both have individual instagrams hit us up yeah uh, talk both to of us. us now if you want to join the adventure uh those are the ways to do it links in the show notes if you would like to support the adventure patreon is the best way to do that we have two tiers one tier just support the boys it's a dollar donation you get a monthly Q&A question, and you get access to an exclusive Discord chat. Uh, $5 tier, you get three extra episodes a month, along with everything the $1 tier does, and it really helps. I mean, it's supporting us. We're t- going to take the money that you guys give us. We're going to get new mics. We're going to get back in the same room. We're going to yeah. cuddle while we fucking record. It's going to make higher production quality, boy. Hell yeah, we're actually going to be a fucking... We're going to be a legitimate goddamn podcast, and I am going to feel like an audio engineering master. With an actual go. XLR setup. I'm so happy. So excited. <laughs> so excited. Yeah, join the adventure. Support the adventure. Every link you'll ever need for us is in the episode notes. Check that out. Um, Give us a rating if you're on Apple. Give us a follow if you're on Spotify, Stitcher, any of those. Let people know that you're listening to us. Helps us out with uh, with search engines and all that bullshit. And I think that's all I got. This has been the Anime Brothers Podcast. JD. Hey. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this has been the Anime Brothers Podcast, guys. I hope you had a great time with us, and we will see you in the next episode. Peace out, guys. Mushy, mushy. (laughs) Mushy.